Who hasn't been wowed by the images coming out of the James Webb Space Telescope? But sometimes the important data is not in those amazing galactic swirls or those wispy nebula images. No, sometimes the important stuff is in the tiny smudges far, far away. Astronomers describe their studies of some of these smudges as galaxies from the early, early universe, and they were surprised those galaxies should not be there, at least not at that size. Joining me to discuss those mysterious masses is Dr. Erica Nelson, Assistant Professor of Astrophysics, University of Colorado in Boulder, and one of the researchers. Welcome to Science Friday. Hi, thanks for having me. So how surprising was this? It was very surprising. This was definitely the most exciting discovery of my scientific career thus far. It was really amazing to see these things. We just did not expect them. Well, what did you expect to see? We expect to see really little tiny galaxies when we look back to the very early universe. We don't expect to see big behemoths like the Milky Way existing so close to the earliest cosmic times. There needs to be more time for those objects to form. Did you discover this by accident? Were you looking for something and found these? You know, I think the most exciting discoveries are definitely the ones you don't expect. I was looking at these spectacular images when they were first released to us by NASA, and I noticed these bright red dots that were in the James Webb images that we didn't see in the Hubble images. I was really struck by them, and so uh, my team and I started to try to figure out what these were, right, because as astronomers, the only thing we get is light. And from that, we have to infer everything we would like to know about the objects we're looking at. And it turns out these things were really massive galaxies that should not exist. Let's talk about the science of how you knew all of this. How do you know how old they might be? The way we know their distance is by their redshift. So what that means is that as the light from an object is traveling through an expanding universe, its wavelength is stretched out by this expanding space that it's traveling through. And when that light arrives at us, it's gone from being light that we could have seen into the infrared. And so that's how we know that these objects are really, really distant. Mm -hmm. And the surprising thing is that they're they're too big for their age? Yes, that is exactly the surprising thing. You know, the universe started, we think, in the Big Bang 14 billion years ago. And at that point, all of space and time and matter and energy was created. And then it had to assemble itself into the structures that we see. And that started with the littlest things like atoms and then stars and then eventually galaxies. But we think because of that, that galaxies, especially big galaxies, took a long time to build up, billions of years. And we see these galaxies, they're really massive. They have the number of stars that the Milky Way has now at close to the beginning of cosmic time. And that just should not be possible. When you say close to the beginning, how close is that? 500 million years, which does not sound like a lot, but a lot had to happen before galaxies that big could form. So how fast are the galaxies supposed to form? We would expect objects like this not to be able to form for a couple billion years. Um, and and here they are, you know, at, at a couple hundred million. Wow. This is Science Friday from WNYC Studios.
this brings up that age-old question, do we have to rewrite the textbooks about <laughs> how, you know, the universe formed? I mean, hopefully. Uh, but first, you know, we are scientists, so we have to confirm that these galaxies are as big as we think they are. And then, you know, there's a lot of other steps we need to go through before we say we have to scrap everything we think we know. You know, the universe as a whole dictates how the contents in it form. But there's a lot of steps going from the big scale of the universe to the galaxies that we see. You know, the dark matter forms the scaffolding for all these galaxies, and then it attracts gas, and that gas has to form into stars, and those stars have to create galaxies. And so there's a lot of different steps in that process that could be wrong before we say our whole model of the universe is wrong. How can you tell how big it is? I mean, if it looks just like a little red smudge, a dot, how do you know how many stars there are in it? That is a great question. And that is definitely the most challenging aspect of this work, because you have to take light and turn it into a measurement of mass, which is a hard thing to do. And so we have these fairly sophisticated models for how you sum up the light from stars of different ages over the history of the object. And then from that, you can add up the total amount of mass that's in those stars. And that's how we infer the mass. Hmm. So where do you go from here? I mean, you've discovered something unexpected. What's the next step in trying to prove that this is really real? We definitely need more detailed information. We need spectroscopy. So we really need additional data from James Webb uh, in order to confirm that these things are what we think they are. Yeah. So there are other possibilities here. Maybe they're not actually galaxies, but some other kind of object. Yeah. You know, the... The signatures that we see in their light are not like anything that we've ever seen before. So we think they're massive galaxies, but it turns out one of them is already a supermassive black hole instead of Whoa. a galaxy. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Funsies. And we think of black holes as being dark, but if they're eating, then they're actually some of the most luminous objects in the universe. So, you know, one of these uh, we think is a supermassive black hole. And it Others of them could be something even weirder. So this could actually open up a whole different kind of astronomy. I mean, that would be awesome. I mean, yeah, if it's weirder than you really, even really think about the formation, that's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's why we launched this telescope, right, is to explore the wild, weird universe that we have out there and to discover completely new kinds of objects and things that we didn't expect. You know, if we launched this telescope and then it just confirmed everything that we thought we knew, that'd be so boring. But this way, you know, the theorists will have work forever. Isn't it more fun to find something you don't know about than something you expect? It's so much more fun. And that's why I just did this by looking at the images and seeing what was there that I didn't expect to see. You know, and it's it's cool because I, you know, I was just flipping back and forth between these images, which is, you know, something anyone can do. You know, the I think one of the things that is a misunderstanding of astrophysics is that you you have to be a math genius to make discoveries. But that's not actually true. And I I think it's really important that kids know that 
in order to make discoveries about our universe, you just have to be curious about the world around you. And that's a great way to end, Dr. Nelson, a great summary. And uh, we'll keep looking up with you. Thanks. Dr. Erica Nelson, Assistant Professor of Astrophysics at the University of Colorado in Boulder.